So you guys voted and today we're going to take a look at three AI stocks that you should add on your watch list. All three of these are going to be hitting different markets. So there's something for everybody here. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and make sure to follow me on Twitch where I live stream and take a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. All right, so the first stock we're going to take a look at is a tier one stock for me. And this is NVIDIA ticker NVDA. This is going to be our big company right now sitting at a market cap of 350 billion. And I do believe because of artificial intelligence, NVIDIA has still so much room to grow in the next five years. Right now, the stock price is sitting at about 565. They just reported earnings and the stock price is down about 2.4%. But we've actually seen those days just a few hours ago. So it's not like the stock is down bad right now. In the past year, NVIDIA has returned amazing results to investors, about 120%, maybe a bit less right now with that decline. So for those that don't know, artificial intelligence and machine learning, they pretty much need uh, what is called the graphics card to kind of do this math algorithm that helps them decide the answer to their problems. And these graphics cards are what NVIDIA makes. NVIDIA makes graphic cards for gaming, for data center, high process computing, artificial intelligence, professional visualization, the autonomous vehicle market as well. There, I mean, NVIDIA creates platforms to use your GPUs to try to find cures for diseases based on artificial intelligence, based on machine learning. So it is insane the type of markets that this company can hit with these GPUs. If you guys are not familiar with NVIDIA, they're expected to grow 15.6% on average for the next three to five years. They are profitable. They do have positive cash flow from operations. They also have a very strong balance sheet of about, but about $10 billion in cash and about $7 billion in debt. So fundamentally, this company is great. GPUs, in my opinion, are one of those things that are going to be needed for everything we develop in the next four to five years. And that's why NVIDIA is a tier one stock for me. For me, if I wasn't in NVIDIA, the way I would play is I would continue to add and open up a position every week or so to increase my overall exposure. That's actually what I'm doing with NVIDIA right now. The second stock we're going to take a look at is a lot smaller than NVIDIA. This is going to be Sorens, ticker CRNC. It currently has a market cap of $4.3 billion. So it's a very, very small company. Right now, it is up about 329% for the past year. But if we take a look from its all-time highs, the stock is down about 17% with this massive pullback we have been seeing lately. For those that are not familiar with Sorens, this is also another tier one stock for me, and it's also hitting the artificial intelligence world. So Sorens has one mission, the artificial intelligence for a world in motion. Their mission is to empower an automotive ecosystem with digital platforms, solutions for connected and autonomous vehicles. Right right now, we're kind of getting these smart cars. We have that interaction between humans and vehicles, and most of that interaction is via voice. But let me show you who are some of the customers Sorens works with. And this is on their 2020 analyst. They work with almost all the major OEMs from Ford, Ferrari. They have Tesla here. They have BYD. They have BMW. They have Porsche. And the way they do is, so you're the user. 
between the user, there's you and the car, right? But there is some form of interaction between you and the car to do some stuff via voice, via touch. And that's where Sorrents works. They're not the hardware part of it. They're the software or the platform, the brain behind it. And the reason you might have not heard about Sorrents is because they are more the platform. The OEMs take Sorrents' platform and kind of create their own voice they kind of create like their own alexa they create their own cortana or so so that's why you don't hear hello this is sarens or sarens um you hear whoever the oem wants you to hear so they kind of make that platform to have that human interaction with you and the vehicle so this is pretty much a great explanation of sarens so sarens has their drive framework then that's kind of connected with the OEM gateway. So this is what the, the main car manufacturer has. And then that gets connected to Sorrent's cloud service, which kind of does behind the stuff. So for example, if you are a driver driving an EV vehicle, and EV vehicles is one of the biggest smart cars, you can be like, do I have enough charge for my trip? Then all in less than a second, the platform responds, no, your trip to Boston requires at least 75% charge and your battery is only 50%. If you stop to charge at X, you will be able to make it there. So it's, it's, I mean, it's just a crazy technology. Not only are they in vehicles, the main concept they're in are in the four wheelers, but they're also hitting a two wheeler, which is going to be a new market where we're seeing a lot of ev bikes coming out we're seeing a lot of smart bikes coming out as well so this is the new market they're heading to and the overall process of voice integration with humans and devices i believe is one that's going to continue to grow so now they're also just expanding outside of the vehicles Sorens now expands their voice ai platform to motorcycles and elevators now if you're in an elevator you can be elevator take me to Take me to floor seven. You can also do voice recognition and security stuff to only allow certain people with certain voice recognitions to make it to allow to enter certain floors. So the overall market that this company can hit is insane. So Sorens is also entering the contactless payment capabilities um, to enter in the market with these smart cars. Sorens Pay allows you, for example, if you're at a fuel station that allows contactless pay, you can be like Sorens Pay fuel station number two for fill up on gas. And then you won't have to do any of the payment touch yourself. Sorens has also entered the tour guide, which is transforming like road trips while you're driving. Sorens could be your smart tour guide explaining, hey, if you look to your left, if you look to your right, you will see blah, 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 blah. They're working with like TripAdvisors and some of the top road travel companies right now. So if you guys are not excited about Sorens yet, let me see if we can change that. 54% of worldwide auto productions are with Sorens technologies in the past trailing 12 months. 78% repeatable software revenue is contributing in the past trailing 12 months. Growth in billing has increased about 20% in the past trailing 12 months. Now let's take a quick look at future growth. This company is expected to grow 16% on average for the next three to five years. They are profitable. They are positive in cash flow from operations. And if we take a look at their balance sheet, they have a little more debt than they do cash. But remember, they are profitable. Remember, they do have cash flow from operations. So that kind of allows me to overlook this. So Sarens, like I mentioned, is another tier one stock for me. And I'm super, super excited in this market. I'm going to continue to add in this. Again, one of the major things that many people might not like is that it has seen a huge growth over 300% in the past year. But that that to me is not a bearish case. Good companies continue 
to are, are doing well for a reason that their stock price are continuing to increase so if i didn't have a position in insurance the way i would play it is just again very similar to nvidia every week continue to add dollar cost average add some position maybe some weeks i might get it high maybe some weeks i might get it low the third company we're going to take a look at is lemonade and like i'm saying i'm hitting all different markets we hit nvidia which was pretty much the gpu market we hit sarens which is the automotive artificial intelligence and now we're hitting lemonade which is an artificial intelligence insurance company this has a market cap of 7.7 billion dollars right now it is 129 traded in the new york stock exchange in the past year lemonade has gone up about 85 percent since its recent ipo in july but from its all-time highs this stock has definitely pulled back a nice amount and it's down about 30 percent so for those that don't know lemonade is an insurance company they're hitting everything from renters homeowners they're recently starting this new term life insurance they're also hitting the pet insurance which i believe they recently started less than six months ago so you might be asking how is lemonade an artificial intelligence company well let me introduce you to maya so maya is pretty much their artificial intelligence bot i'm pretty sure they have other ones they're each doing separate things there's one that they have for if let's say you want to do a claim result they can obviously work a lot faster than a human they don't have to ask more questions they can probably get more information from you than a human can with less questions being asked so for you to get insured it takes as little as 90 seconds and to get paid it takes as little as three minutes so because they do have artificial intelligence and they have bots behind obviously there's still some human interaction um, but it helps save time with the company helping save time also helps reduce the cost they are also another special thing about this lemonade company the way they run unlike traditional insurance companies they only run on a flat fee so let's say what and this kind of helps things move a lot faster so most insurance companies the money they don't use for your claim they pretty much keep um so obviously insurance companies if they want to make more money what they want to do is probably give you as little amount of money as claim as they can eliminate does kind of eliminates that factor by them only running at a flat fee it doesn't matter once they get paid it doesn't matter how much they get back to you so it makes the process a lot quicker and let's say there are some there's some money left over after the claim and after they got paid that money left over is given back to maybe a cause you want to say they donate it based on whatever you wanted to donate and this is again pretty good it kind of helps make this customer right as if you think about your insurance company you might hate talking to your insurance company because you feel like they're working against you but now with something like this Lemonade kind of makes it that, hey, maybe I don't need to hate my insurance company. In in their most recent earnings, Enforce Premium is up almost 100% compared to the same time last year. That means more people are entering their market. Gross earned premium is also up 104% compared to the same time last year. And there is, um, for each market and for each company, there's different ratios one should look at. Gross loss ratios is the most important thing for insurance companies if your gross loss ratio is higher than a hundred percent it means you're losing money as an insurance company in quarter one of 2019 the gross loss loss ratio of lemonade was about 87 percent that means that it was barely making any money 
Now, as quarter three of 2020, their gross loss ratio has decreased all the way down to 72%, and it's down 7.7% compared to the same time last year. So they're getting better as an insurance company. Another thing I thought was pretty cool about Lemonade is they are a lot conservative on who they insure or what parts, what parts of the world they insure because they're not willing to risk themselves in like high wildfire zone areas in high flooding zones. So they're very, very particular or picky on where they're handing out insurance. Lemonade is mainly in the United States and that's where they're going to continue their main focus. But they are planning to launch Lemonade in France in the future and try to expand into the Europe marketplace. So if we take a quick look at this company's number right now, Gap Profitable is non-existent. They're actually taking a loss. Even though total revenue has increased a good portion compared to the same time last year, they are spending a lot of their money on sales and marketing. Sales and marketing, this nine months, they made about $73.9 million in revenue, and they spent about 58 on sales and marketing alone. Again, this is a brand new company right now. They are expanding. So this is to be expected. The only thing you would want to make sure is that this company has a strong balance sheet. And right now they do. They have about $600 million in cash and no debt whatsoever. If we take a look at future growth, this company is expected to grow its revenue 31.3% on average for the next three to five years. They're not expected to be profitable soon. So now my thoughts on Lemonade. Lemonade, unlike Sirens and unlike NVIDIA, is not a tier one stock in my portfolio. It's actually not even in my portfolio but it's definitely one that's, that's interesting, especially because of the artificial intelligence aspect behind it. I don't know how I would play Lemonade. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the same method I would play Nvidia and Serens if I wanted to add on is one that I would on small positions here and there. As we can see in the stock price, this stock has not moved much for the past two months. I would say it's actually a bit a bit down. Um, so it's just waiting right now. It's probably people are just adding up, adding up over time. So let me know what are your some of your top three AI stocks that I might have not covered, and maybe you enjoy them a little bit more. So take care guys have a good night and see you next time